Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, this is Daryl, and I'm rolling this solo. It's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. But hey, before we go any further, we're going to, our hearts and prayers go out, and our, in the sympathy of the Sports Info UM family goes out to Jerome Barson. And Jerome Barson is an extension of the sports world because he lost his life in a tragic accident in Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, Venus Williams, um, the investigation is continuing to go on, but Venus Williams apparently ran a red light, and um, Mr. Bison and his wife was in their Toyota Accent, I think that's the name of the car, and Venus Williams was in a in a, um, a Toyota SUV, I think it was, yes, a Toyota SUV, and apparently had a collision with this this couple. Um, they've been, they have been married for uh, over 33 years, and uh, Mr. Bison was 78 years old. Jerome Bison, Barson, excuse me, Barson, B-A-R-S-O-N, uh, lost his life in a tragic accident. The accident happened, uh, Mr. Barson lost his life on June 22nd, and, um, and I think this accident happened on June 8th in uh, Palm Beach Gardens. And uh, it's just a tragedy when anyone loses their life. And, um, you know, we'll say, well, Mr. Barson was up in age and he's had a full life. Yeah, but, hey, he had days to go, years to go. I don't know. Um, hey, we don't know how long Mr. Barson had. And and, and for sure, um, uh, Mr. Barson's family is, uh, is suing uh, Venus Williams um, and her estate for who knows what. Um, uh, you know, because, hey, Miss Barson is, is without her husband. It's a tragedy. But this is just, um, just I, I, you know, an extension of the sports world that we live in. You know, because if this had happened to um, to Jennifer Williams, you know, it would have just been her insurance trying to take care. They'd have been trying to squeeze some money out of, out of the general. And they'd be hoping that she had some good insurance that they might be able to get some money from. Because, hey, where she live at and, 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 her, and her net worth, is not even worth going after if her name was Jennifer Williams and not Venus Williams. And so, hey, um, it's a tragedy, and this is what happens to athletes that have money. And uh, no matter, you know, this is an accident. Uh, sometimes we have people that go out and commit crimes, do terrible things. It's not always accidents. You know, uh, there's a story out about... Um, uh, you know, Tiger Woods, he came out and, um, you know, he had this big press conference about um, how, how um, you know, he's went through a rehab already and uh, he's doing well and everything is good. Well, come on, Tiger. Come on. You know, we understand that you are you are the face of um, of golf and everything that it, that that evolves around golf, but you cannot. There's no way 
that this accident, this this incident with you, basically being asleep on the side of the road, and your car had been in an accident, and you were already cured from this. Come on, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think America is um is is falling for this, and I don't see how you could think that that we could go for this. You know, we understand you're Tiger Woods, and um, you are who you are, but come on, Tiger. Come on, this is this this you, you really and and maybe maybe he's saying this as a as a as a maybe a, a show for us, you know, and then he's gonna come back later on, and and maybe he's continuing to get, I guess, rehab and and treatment for what's going on with him. If there is a problem, we don't know that there's a problem. You know, maybe this was just a, an isolated incident. Um, that happened in May when he was found asleep at 3 a.m. in in the morning in his Mercedes with his Mercedes damaged. You know he'd already had an accident, and we we still don't know um, what kind of accident he had prior to him him being arrested and um, taken to jail, and then him actually admitting that um, that he went to rehab and. You know, I just, and, I, and that says a lot too. You know, we have to we have to give him credit. But hey, let's get down to what we really want to talk about tonight. One of the questions of the night is: um, Can Carmelo Anthony play with LeBron James? You know, this has been an ongoing call, ongoing thing for the last couple of days now with free agency in the NBA. You know, we saw Chris Paul; he's gone on to play with the um, the Houston Rockets and James Harden. And how will they fit? You know, can Chris Paul? Um, does he have enough in him to, to play in the Western Conference for another for a chance at a championship? You know, Chris Paul has never won, and uh, and he's not a young cat either. So that's going to be interesting to um, to see how how all of that works. But right now, you know, um, Carmelo Anthony has agreed to a to a, to a trade clause, so he could be traded uh, and leave and leave New York. You know. Um, Apparently, him and Lala, his wife, have made up from what we see, you know, because she was one of the people that came out and said this, that um, that uh, they're, they are up to leaving for leaving um, New York. In the past, Carmelo's always said he he loved New York. He wanted to stay there. That was his home. Hey, now we hear a different story from his wife. Uh, maybe it is time for a change. And there's nothing wrong with a change. I, I have no problem with Carmelo Anthony leaving New York. I have no problem seeing Carmelo Anthony try to make it work with LeBron James in Cleveland. And the word is, is that you know who is going to be out if, if Carmelo comes to, comes to um, Cleveland. Kevin Love. Kevin Love could be a nice fit in New York because, you know, he, he, I know he wants to go to New York. He got his championship already, and I know he's going to make max money in New York. He'll make probably – he he would be that guy that made almost as much money off the court in New York as he made on the court because he is Kevin Love, and he already has a championship. And who's to say uh, he wouldn't sign a maybe a one, two, three-year deal with New York? For who knows what kind of money, because the NBA is really, really packing it out now. I mean, it's it's unbelievable some of the contracts that we're seeing now in in in, uh, in the NBA free agency. Um, I it's it's crazy to say how much Carmelo would be asking 
if he were to um for the were to leave were to sign somewhere else and leave New York with a trade and what would he what would he um um, demand. What kind of trade would he get? You know, I know Kevin Love. Love is that's almost a, a, a even swap as far as I'm concerned. You know, I heard something today that uh, Carmelo Anthony averages more points in the playoffs than he does in the regular season. With Kevin Love, we we've seen him in the playoffs. He he's almost he almost gets invisible sometimes in the playoffs. And this guy Iguodala. You know, he he really kind of played the Warriors, not really playing the Warriors, but he he talked to a few other teams in the Western Conference and made it seem like he was possibly going to um, consider going somewhere else. But all along, he had no question about it. He was going to sign a three year deal and stay in uh, stay with Golden State for forty eight million dollars. You know, man, Iguodala signed, and and he's he's thirty eight years old. I think he's towards the end of his career. Forty eight mil. That's a lot of money, man, for three years. And when we and we still have players. Uh, and I, I was I just read where um um the guy Millsap he's leaving Atlanta. You know, uh, Paul Millsap is 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 going to be. He's already left Atlanta. And he he's has a three year deal, ninety million dollars to go and play for the Denver Nuggets. Wow. Is Millsap really worth ninety mil? Oh my goodness. Uh, it, it's 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 un, it's unbelievable. But when we hear the um the the um the money that Blake Griffin got, it it's 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 unheard of. You know, it's it, it really is. I, I think Blake Griffin got 160 mil. Uh, I'm gonna have to double check on that Blake Griffin contract. But some of these guys, man, are making con- making money that's just unheard of in 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 modern day history in the NBA. But we saw this coming, and we talked about it earlier, where the NBA signed a new collective bargaining agreement, and the NBA signed new television contracts. And I've, I've said this before. I lived in Europe in the 80s, and trust me, the NBA was the hottest thing on TV in the 80s. Everybody loved it. They looked at the reruns. They looked at the live games. They stayed up late to watch it, got up early in the morning to watch it. The NBA was what was happening. So I know that if it was hot on TV then, and not everybody had cable in Europe at the time, it is very, very hot now. It is very, very hot now. Um the last couple of times I was in Europe, I saw NFL and I saw um, the NBA. So these sports are hot and they watch them on television and these people pay dearly for cable television. You know, we think we pay a lot of money for cable television. It's unbelievable um, um, what what they pay. I can only imagine. I'm not so sure about that. But hey, Otto, um, this guy, Otto Porter Jr., um, Washington Wizards point forward, whatever you want to call him, they want to give him a hundred and a hundred million dollars. Sacramento Kings have offered him a hundred million. That's his max contract. Now they're offering him a hundred mil and the, uh, the Washington Wizards have already said they're going to match whatever, um, his, his, uh, max, whatever they offer him. So, 
I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's probably going to stay right where he is, and um, and and make that money. You can't blame him. You know these these cats. They already established where they're at. You know Kyle Lowry. He resigns with the Raptors, and we he talked all of that talk and and made it made it appear as though maybe he could be leaving, going to the Lakers. You know, um, but when it comes down to it. They make more money staying where they're at in most cases. And Kyle Lowry signed a three-year contract at $100 million. You know, these contracts, and, and, and let's, 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 make some, make, let's make sure that we are aware of something. The NBA contracts are guaranteed. I'll say that again. All NBA contracts are guaranteed. You know, once they sign the contract, these, this money will be coming to them no matter what. You know, it's, 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 it's a great thing. You know, baseball have guaranteed contracts. Football, it, that, there's no such thing. Uh, there is no such thing. But, hey, Kyle Lowry re-signed with the Raptors for 100 mil. Hey, more power to you. And it is an old saying in sports, you know, don't hate the player. Hate the game he's playing, you know, and and um and there, there's a story out now that Nick Young could sign with the Warriors, and I can see where he could be a fit with them, um you know, and and all he's looking for is five point two million dollars a year, uh he's you know that's I, I I could see that, but Nick is thirty two years old, you know he averaged thirteen point two points a game last last year in the NBA coming off the bench. And 2.3 rebounds and one assist. Those are not bad stats for NBA player, uh, a bench player um, in in the NBA. And I, I, like I said, I really could easily see uh, Nick playing with the Warriors coming off their bench. They need a little help at, at, at that guard position. Yeah, and you know, Phil Jackson is out in New York as a general manager. I think that's that's some really good news. I think New York could do some things now. I think they could really do some things now if Phil Jackson is gone. Um, I, I I really think that uh, it's a time for it, 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 well, no, he is gone. It's not if he's gone. He is gone. Phil Jackson is gone, and I think New York fans are very, very happy, and I think it's time for a lot of things to change and do diff- be different in New York. Uh, maybe it's time for them to go in a, in a direction of younger players. We know that guy, Hozingas, he's a young guy. Um, uh, there's talks of them getting rid of Carmelo Anthony. Uh, how, what do you replace Carmelo Anthony with? In New York, the fans are coming. They're gonna be there. They're gonna they're gonna show up in New York. So it's not about a draw for the fans. You know, um, Heisinger's uh, he he's he is a draw by himself. He's a draw. Um, so I think that's not that's not the question. It's it's if they go young and go in the direction of rebuilding this organization. I don't think the fans will mind, but. You know, if you're just gonna put out some garbage on the floor and get get 
mopped every night. That's that's not that's not what nobody wants to see. That's not what I want to see as an NBA fan. And trust me, I am a fan of the game, a true fan. So I know I want to see I want to see competition every night in the NBA. And I don't want to see I don't see I don't want to see what the Lakers put on the floor last night uh, last year. And when we look at um, Paul George has already signed with the um, Oklahoma Thunder. And 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 uh, so hey, when, with Paul George in in Oklahoma, I think that's gonna make a big big difference. And you know he he only has a uh, a one year a, a one year contract. You know Paul has already to- he'd already told told uh, Indiana that he wasn't coming back after next year. That's why they said, hey, if you ain't coming back, let's get rid of you, man. We ain't no we're, get out of here, adios, amigos. Don't let the dough hit your way. You know the rest. So, hey, Paul is out of Indiana. And now he will be joining the NBA MVP. And I'm telling you, I just think that's going to make a a big, big difference uh, this year. So, hey, hey, with. Kevin with with um with with Paul George and Russell Westbrook teaming together, those two, you know, we they really have two legitimate stars now. You know, they, they went out and got Westbrook some help. You know, um, Oladipo, he was he was never a help. I know why he, I know why my Orlando got rid of him. You know, now he's going back to his hometown where he played in Indiana. Uh, that might be good for him. But um, I don't think he was a good fit with Oklahoma last year, Russell Westbrook. He, he, his pace wasn't fast enough. He had, did not have nearly enough NBA experience to play with Russell Westbrook. But Paul George is there, and he does have the, the NBA experience, and he wants to win a championship bad. And I think Paul wants to be around a winner. And as, as there's nobody in the NBA wants to win more and plays harder every game than Russell Westbrook. So I, I, I tell you, um, that could be some that that is really going to be something interesting to see. And if they pick up anything else that's that's going to really really help them, I think that um, I think that uh, Oklahoma could really have something. And it's just going to be that's going to be an interesting um, interesting team to watch. Um, next year in the NBA, and I and and hey, and, and with that, I'll I, I'll put my neck on the line. I say we'll see them in the playoffs. We saw, and we'll see them. We'll see them in the second round of the playoffs. I don't think Westbrook will just be put out of the playoffs um, this time. We'll see him in the second round um, of of the playoffs, and and you never know. It, there's a, there's also a story out there now that there might be a uh, a Rondo. And Doc Rivers reconnect, you know. Don Rondo and Doc Rivers uh, won a championship in um, in Boston, and there's a story that Rondo could be. Uh, there's an interest from the Clippers since uh, Chris Paul has vacated. That Rondo might feel in um, in in Los Angeles with the Clippers. I, I could see that as a as a as an easy fit. So that's that's not it. That's I, I don't think Doc Doc will probably still have um, 
the Clippers back in the playoffs. I just, I just really think so. I think, I think Houston is going to be a better team um, with Chris Paul, James Harden. Um, I think the Warriors will still be the best team in the West. However, I think that um, the Clippers will still um, be in that, be in that conversation out West. Uh, I really, I really think that Oklahoma probably has put themselves in that third position um, beside behind Houston and um, and the Warriors. However, San Antonio is still a team to be reckoned with with Kawhi Leonard, and uh, and there and and you know that they're gonna probably add something. It was a story out a while back that Aldridge was probably gonna possibly be out at uh, at Houston at uh, San Antonio, but uh, you just you just you just don't know. You just don't know. Hey, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back in a few. In a couple of minutes, we'll be right back with more Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're lobbing lead and punching paper. As we talk firearms, ammunition, accessories, and gear, we'll also take an in-depth look at becoming a better marksman and fostering the next generation of hunters. Joining us is Jim and John Scouten of Shooting USA and Jeremy Millette from Silencer Shop. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, we were talking earlier about the NBA um, um, free agency. And, you know, it's just a lot of things going on. And I guess it's just so much money um, involved in this NBA free agency this year that it's just, it's just hard that, uh, it's just hard to fathom 
these guys getting paid the amount of money that 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 they're making. Hey, and and whew, don't hate the player, hate the game. And I ain't hating on the game because the game owes this money to these guys. Every penny that they make, they they owe them, and um, be, because they're making that kind of money for the teams that they're playing for. Um, so you can't you can't you can't complain. And I mean, and and I and really some of the biggest free agent names um, haven't haven't even signed yet. You know, this guy Gordon Haywood. You know, there it's it's. He is probably the biggest free agent, at ha- and he hasn't even signed. And um, and and he was um, Gordon Hayward is um, the Utah Jazz uh, starting point guard. You know, so it, that's <laughs> yeah. It, there's and, and who knows if if who knows what kind of money he's gonna get. Um, so. I, I'm it's 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 crazy, you know. I'm George Hill. That I just heard a story earlier about him possibly signing um with the Lakers. You know, and George Hill. He, George Hill is up in age. He's he's not a, he's not a young cat anymore. You know, so it's just it's it's still it's still yet to be seen. Who's gonna who's really going to finally make the most money this year in free agency. But I'm sure it's going to be this guy, um, Gordon Haywood. And when we say make the most, really, you know, it's always about making the most. It's about making the most out of what they get in free agency. You know, it was a, I remember growing up watching basketball. You never saw guys um, leave teams. They stayed there forever, you know. And, and, and the heat is a possibility for this guy, Gordon Haywood. And, all we ta- all we heard about was um, the Boston Celtics possibly making some trades and the Boston Celtics doing a lot in free agency. The Boston Celtics haven't done anything in free agency. However, now you know Gordon Hayward is is, is a real good looking white dude. I ain't you know nothing nothing wrong with saying a good looking white. He's a real good looking white dude. And hey, he looked like an Irishman, you know, with the beard and the red hair. Hey, I really think that he would be a perfect fit in Boston. But would he be a good fit for Isaiah Thomas? This guy, Gordon Hay- um, Haywood, he really looks like he could be a good um, a good fit anywhere when you watch his game. Real smooth. Real smooth. Uh, um, but could he be a fit for Isaiah, a good fit with Isaiah Thomas? That's, that's yet to be seen. Vince Carter. Old man, still looking for a contract. And, and for what we understand, on Monday, he's going to be meeting with the Sacramento Kings. So, I had, I, hey, make that money, Vince. And we talked earlier about Otto Porter um, possibly getting a $100 million contract with the, um, with, with the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, wow. That's, that's really kind of scary. Um, to see the, the, the thought that he would get a, a, a Jody Meeks agrees to a two-year deal with the Wizards worth seven million dollars. Wow! And this is a backup player, Jody Meeks. You know, and, and Jody Meeks has had his had had his ups and downs with um, with um, with injuries. It's, it's it's unbelievable, you know. So it's it's it's, it's still it's still in the air to. To what's going to actually happen 
with the NBA free agency. So we will we'll we'll wait and see what what really goes on and what goes down um, with this with this NBA free agency, and uh, you know it, we'll see. It's 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 still kind of still kind of crazy on on uh, on how this all went down. You know, when you got money, you could do a lot of things. You know, and uh, and, and Kanye West has been one of those guys that we've been hearing is he is he mentally stable uh how things going for him you hear of him um you know maybe being in isolation well hey here's a here's a feel good story for you you know uh, Kanye West hit the hardwood yesterday with the UCLA men's team doing a practice, a summer practice. You know, and I hope this is not in against any NCAA vi- uh, violation, but I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not because um, this guy, um, Steve Alford, who's a coach at um, at UCLA, I'm um, I'm sure he has no problem um, with following the rules of the NCAA. And it's good to see Kanye West with a, with a big smile on his face. It looked like he had a real good time, you know, with the, with the, um, with the UCLA team. Got a nice Tupac uh, Shakur T-shirt on. That's something I don't think I can do. And I just don't think I can wear. I, 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 don't, I've ne- I never have. I've never worn a shirt with anyone's face on it or even a real character. I don't even think Mickey Mouse. But I don't. I don't think I could wear a shirt with someone's face on it. I just don't. Not even my own. I love my grandson so much, and I don't think I could wear a shirt with his face on it. I just don't. I and I, that's just me. You know, I, that's just me. And I got my own style. And um, you know, you know, that, um, you know. But the clothes don't make the man. The man make the clothes. I like this. I like the T-shirt that Kanye West um, uh, was wearing. But uh, I'm I'm just not so sure that's something that uh, I could um, I could do. You know, Chauncey Billups has uh, has turned down the job to play the, the, the be the general manager for the um, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Cavaliers fired their general manager a little over a week ago, and they've been ta- and in talks with uh, Chauncey Billups. But uh, Chauncey Billups has turned this job down, you know, and uh, there's some toss up because Chauncey Billups has been tearing it up in this three on three basketball. Uh, the big three league, you know, and let's yet to be seen. You know, I I, I kind of like the big three league just because there's stars in it and and they play the sixty. You know what I mean? And it's more than one game in one night. You know, you get to see a couple games in one night and they play the sixty. Uh, it's it's a gimmick, but it's it, it's I can see it though. I I really do because we've all played half court basketball. Now, uh, I, I, hey. We look at American Ninja Warriors. Hey, we looked at um, um, we looked at all kind of different spring football leagues. So uh, we and we still look at arena football. Um, I think that a lot of people said that was a gimmick over 20 years ago, and we're still watching it today um, on TV. So I think I th- and hey, I think Ice Ice Cube could be on to something. Uh, I, I really do, and he has a lot of stars backing him. Um, with this thing too, you know, you see people like uh, LL Cool J and Whipple Goldberg come to the games and being part of it. Allen Iverson, he's a part of it, you know. And if and once you get that hip hop world in it, I think you're really on to something because um, I 
you know, I've, I've, I've said this on the show a few times. I'm, I'm a big fan of the PD, PBR. I go there, I watch it, and while I'm at the PBR, I hear a lot of hip-hop music. So hip-hop is a big thing, and if this big three league can get this hip-hop music behind them, uh, it's, already, it's a big part of basketball as it is. You hear it on the NBA all the time during the game. So then the hip-hop family jumps into this, and it makes – Make money, it makes sense. Hey, we got Roland V on the line. Roland, what's going on? Recovering from Daytona. Yes, the Coke Zero 400 happened to be in town this past weekend, and what a great July 4th it was. I hope your July 4th tomorrow will be will be a good one. Well, I tell you, if it's anything like the bang and the knocking and the fireworks that we had in the Coke Zero 400, on Saturday night, it's going to be great. For those people that live anywhere as close to Daytona, if you want the best fireworks display there is, go there after the race. It's late at night, and they put up tens of thousands of dollars worth of fireworks. My neighborhood happens to be just proliferated with fireworks going off, and it's just so silly to me to take those dollar bills, twist them up tight, and burn them like that. <laughs> really does. <laughs> well, we had, we had a great race here. We had, of course, yesterday was the King's birthday. I want to mention that. Happy 80th birthday to King Richard Petty. Wow. 80 years old Richard Petty. Much less wow. still owning race teams and around different things. We had a great race. The odds makers in Vegas must be going bonkers because, boy, the top ten in this race are very unpredictable. Many of the major names went out early when you have, you know, the crash fest at Daytona. As a matter of fact, I turned on the uh, TV and I was watching a demolition derby and suddenly <laughs> a race broke out. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it seemed like, uh, Roland. It, it, re- it really is. I, I think what, the final total was what fourteen accidents. Uh, yeah, there was only twenty five cars uh, there towards the end that actually even finished the race in any kind of running order uh, at all. So, you know, it's that's just the way that the race is. And I know Vegas. You know, they want to put the big money on the people. And uh, certainly, NBC put big money on Dale Jr. You know, they now are doing the second half of the season. And so all they wanted to talk about was Dale Jr. and his legacy. And, oh, my gosh, wouldn't it be great if he won? And if he did this and that, I just it got to be nauseating after a while about how much they were focusing on Jr. And, uh, of course, he went out early. There was a wreck early, and he went out. Uh, many of the other marquee names were the same way and went out. On a A, a through F scale, I give NBC maybe a C because they happen to have, I think, more cameras than Fox. But I miss the co- Fox commentators and, and how well they do. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. I miss the Fox commentating and how well they do. And, and NBC, I would have to give them maybe a B minus uh, closer to a C. And, you know, at one point, um, they took a commercial break when we had a one of the big accidents while it was going on. We didn't even have a chance to see it while it was going on. But let me ask you a question, Roland, and uh, I'm going to try to throw a wrench in the game. You know, um, the year after Dale Earnhardt died at the Daytona 500, who wins the Daytona 500? 
Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. decides that this year he's going to retire and pretty much right in the middle of the season. And who wins the poll at Daytona? Who does who does NBC pub up so much, so much, so much? And he goes out in a wreck. But it's almost like that WWF kind of feel a little bit sometimes. I don't like that about NASCAR. I just don't like it. Well, NASCAR does have a lot of Hollywood in them. It seems like the cream rises to the top within that. When you stop to think about, though, all the different years and times that the that the people have had uh, phenomenal news stories coming out of Daytona, like Danica Patrick being on the pole in her first year racing in the 500, there was always uh, rumors out there that, you know, some of this was manufactured. But think about it. In all the races, all the drivers, in the hundreds and thousands of races that have happened, there's been no driver come forward to say, hey, uh, this wasn't fair because NASCAR manufactured this. So Never. the conspiracy theory, I can understand it. It looks suspicious, but I don't think in the end that there was a conspiracy. Okay. Hey, now, uh, well, now let's, on. Let's, let's be optimistic and hope there isn't. I, but I got a bone to pick about all that stuff. I, uh, can I share that with you real sure. quick? I'm about ready to make a couple people unhappy because I've supported Danica Patrick as a driver for a long time. Let's face it. She has been the premier female driver that's been on the NASCAR circuit, and uh, she did it with very little time in the Xfinity series, or and she never did trucks, but, of course, she did IndyCar. There's only one race she ever won, and that was in Japan because one of the other drivers ran out of gas at the very end. But Danica Patrick had no place being in victory lane with her boyfriend ricky stenhouse jr and being on the stage and changing hats and hogging the television this whole time i just thought it was improper i, I agree totally i agree totally and, and you know um she should she should really be cherishing the chance when she has an opportunity to stand on stage solo by herself she shouldn't even want to be up there. If he, if he asked her to be up there, she should have said, no, this is your shine. This is your time to shine. You do it. And, hey, um, and Ricky Stenhouse, uh, Stenhouse Jr., we don't know this cat, you know, and we still don't know him. And when we look at him now, we're going to be thinking about, hey, he was that one. He's the guy that was up there with Danica. You know Danica. Yeah, let me, let me just say that Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is a, is a, is a good pilot. He, if he did not keep his allegiance in the number 17 car with Jack Rouse, Jack Rouse wouldn't have had the two wins that he's had this year. And uh, if he went with another team, if he was hooked up with, uh, with um, Haas, or if he was hooked up with Hendrick or the Gibbs organization, he'd have a lot more wins under his belt. He's a really good pilot. But the Ford team of, of the uh, Rouse organization is just barely getting there. Since Roush is hooked up with Woods Brothers and doing some other stuff with the the uh, Haas organization, they're building enough motors to where some of them are coming to the forefront and looking really good. Let me give the top ten really quick from the 400. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. was first in a Ford. One of my favorite drivers in Tony Stewart's uh, number 14 car from last year in a Ford was second. Paul Menard, car number 27 in third. Michael McDowell, McDowell in uh in fourth, I've, I've had to look on YouTube, by the way, 
folks, if you go on YouTube and look at Michael McDowell wreck, you'll see one of the most horrendous accidents that was ever, you know, made by a driver during a qualifying session one time. It was really chilling. Fifth place, Ryan Newman, one of my track favorites who led at the very end but just didn't know how to block properly, was a number 38 car, a Ford of David Reagan. Brendan Gaughan was seventh. A.J. Allmendinger in uh, car 47 was eighth. Eric Jones, who I think has a great future, and I'd love to see him take the Dale Jr. ride. Right now he's in the number uh, 77 front row motorsports. That's a team car to Martin Truex Jr. I think he's a, a huge talent for the future. Rounding out the top ten, Chris Boucher, and he made it into the playoffs last year. So uh, unusual top ten. As I said, the odds makers, I don't know if somebody made money or lost money, but uh, certainly none of these names were really put forward in the very beginning to actually win that race. And Kyle Larson, who finished way back, as well as Martin Truex Jr., still one and two in the standings and the points, Kevin Harvick is fourth. Now, we're at race number 18, so we're right at halfway through the season, right? Because we mm-hmm. just swapped over the, uh, the uh, announcing duties on television. So we're halfway there you know, trying to figure out who's going to get into the playoffs. I'm a little confused over the stage wins, to be honest with you, and the points that they're giving for that and how that's working out. But right now... Uh, I believe there's only five positions that are left without wins, and there's a possibility that before they get into the final race playoffs that those positions can be had by by wins. Jimmy Johnson's still the winningest driver with three uh, races. So Martin Truex, you and I were kind of disappointed with his finish. As a matter of fact, it's way so far down here, it's hard to find him where he's at. I don't even know. Uh, uh, well, 34th. Right ahead of Kevin Harvick, and right behind Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> hey, hey, Roller, before I let you get out of here, I got, I got one thing I want to. I got one bone I want to pick with you before I get before I let you go. You know, my right. man Daryl Wallace Jr. was up in third, I think, at one point in the race. He yes, was holding he was. it down at third. He was holding it down at third, and and I mean, when he got out there and was holding it down at third, everybody moved out of the way of him like. Like, he had AIDS in 1984. I mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, they, 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 they were almost having accidents getting out of his way. Like, he had AIDS in 1984. You know, it was, it was, it was crazy. And he moved back so far. He came, like, he, he was back there by Danica. He looked over to his side. He said, damn, I got to get out of here. Danica's on my right. <laughs> so he pulled up and finished 15th. Oh, gosh. So, Rolling, well, I'm just saying, man, what are we going to do about this? This guy got to get a little help. And, 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 he's <laughs> running, and he's running in the Richard Petty car. He's racing he Richard Petty's car. Nobody helped this brother in the Richard Petty car. Rolling, I got to let you get out of here, man. I, you know, I love you so much. And don't be a stranger. Give us a call. You got we'll it. The good. race next week in Kentucky, it's going to be a good one. I predict maybe a first-time winner. Watch the race. Hey, it might be, it might be, it might be Daryl Wallace Jr. Hey guys, we got to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, hey, thanks, Roland. We got, we're gonna, we get back. We have, we have Red gonna talk to us about whatever is on his mind in the sports world. Hey, we'll be right back.
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, I guess some people wonder, well, how in the world is dude into this NASCAR and racing? Well, I tell you, um, in college at the University of Miami, that was one of our jobs. One of the jobs that we used to get through the colleges, we would actually work security for um, the Miami Grand Prix. And then we got to actually work with the camera crew for the Miami Grand Prix after college. That's one of the things I actually had a chance to do. And that camera crew actually asked me to go with them on the road to um, film golfing and other racing in America. And I asked, I told them no because I had a real good thing going on in Miami. I was loving Miami at the time. And I think it was good. And I, I probably should have took, took advantage of that opportunity, but I had a lot of good things going on at the time. And I still am a racing fan and I'm a sports fan. I call myself sometimes a, a sports fanatic. Hey, we got Red on the line, and Red want to talk his sports world. What's going on, Red? What's going on with you, man? Hey, loving this life I got. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Went golfing today. I didn't play well. It was hot. It was really hot. And I like it hot, but it was it was pretty steamy today, man. Yeah, man. It was hot. Uh, yeah, well, it was humid. It was, I know it was humid because it was just threatening rain all day. With all that sunshine, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was human. Hey, can do you think Carmelo Anthony can play with LeBron James? Because that's a new story out now. Is that Carmelo? Hey, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think he makes that big of a difference. Honestly, I mean, I think Kevin Love fits their team 
better than what they do. You know? They need a two guard. They need a Paul George. If they got Paul George, they'd have been in there. He'd have been all they needed. But then I hear some rumors about, uh, I heard some rumors about Millsap, but then Millsap ended up signing with Denver. Yeah, for a lot of money. Three years, three years, 90 million, I think he got. Yeah, a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Paul George went to the Rockets, man. I don't think that's going to be enough either. Well, no, Paul George went to Oklahoma to play with Russell Westbrook. That's right, that's right, that's right. What am I talking about? Chris Paul. Yeah, no, no, Paul, Chris Paul went to, uh, went to Houston. Yeah, I I think. That's what I'm talking about. I don't think that's enough. That ain't going to be enough. They need to call Millsap as well with him, but I mean, he ended up signing in Denver. Yeah, at the same Mm -hmm. time, I don't think, I don't think, um, um, Paul George is enough in Oklahoma. They're going to have to get a little more help. You know, yeah, yeah, I think so too. You know, that guy Adams and Enos Cantor, that's there's some pretty solid players down low, but they role they, players, yeah, and if they, 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 they role role, players. I mean, they will they will do fine. But right. you know who will have a stick? Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota Timberwolves ain't playing, man. They ain't what? playing. They got they got Jimmy Butler. They got uh, they got Jimmy Butler, and who else did they get, man? You only got Carl Anthony Towns, arguably the big, the, the best big man in the game. You know, yeah, All yeah. Man, the they, fireworks. You know, Jimmy Butler, um, he he he's back with his old coach. You know, that's exactly. that's gonna that's gonna make a big difference w- with with them. But I, I still don't, I, I I still don't know if they have enough yet. Right. I, I don't, and, and they got Taj Gibson to a two-year, $28 million deal. They got and he, Gibson. Yeah, he used to be with, he used to be with them too. You know, so it's, it's, it's yet to be seen. And, and what, and they got Jeff Teague, that's who you were thinking of, you know, and, 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 and they got rid of Ricky Rubio. Yeah, they got rid of Ricky Rubio. And that was, I think that was probably a good move. Ricky Rubio couldn't score. All that, all that handle, and can't score, can't shoot, and he can't go to the hoop. You know, man, you can't, I did not know Tayshawn Prince was still in the league, man. I didn't either. <laughs> no, I, I didn't, I didn't know Tayshawn Prince. I'm looking Prince. at Minnesota Timberwolves roster right now, and I'm looking at Tayshawn Prince, years experience, 14. Wow. Hey, hey, man. He, if if he can't play there, he can play in the Big Three League. Yeah. What's the thing about the Big Three League? I honestly have not watched that yet, man. Was it entertaining? Yeah, yeah it's entertaining. I think it's entertaining. I think you got to check it out, and uh, it, because it, it's 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 worth watching. It, it really is. It's worth a look, huh? Yeah, it is. You know, I, I think it's worth watching, and uh, and, and it's entertaining. Well, I have to go back and watch it from the beginning, man. Yeah, check check it out. You know, I'm sure I, it's on I, YouTube or something. Yeah, and now, um, what what you think about this Tiger Woods, man? Tiger Woods say he's already completed his uh, his rehab. He's the only person I know can go to rehab for seven days. Man, I don't know, man. I hate and I'm talking Tiger about the seven stuff. days because I mean, I I don't know that. I don't know if Tiger can't play golf no more, man, but. I mean, just judging by what, you know, my eyeballs are showing me, man, it don't look good, you know. 
Now, you know, for him, now, to, get, exactly. for him to return to any kind of form that he used to be, man, it's going to be, uh, it's going to have to be something dramatic, you know, it's going to have to happen, you know? Uh, you know, any, you know, any athlete. Yeah, I ain't saying it can't know. happen. Uh, it's going to have to be something dramatic, though. Any athlete that you know that have had back surgery, uh, it, they they never they never return to who they are again. And, uh, and, Tiger, and, and and Tiger Woods had back surgery, and he's a golfer. And anybody know yeah, anything about golf, you got to be twisting your spine in all kind yeah, of crazy man, ways. Fact, dude, I mean, yeah. a comedian said it, but I mean, I, I know it's already it's common knowledge that your back is the biggest part of your body, bro. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, yeah, they don't. So. They, they they you generally they don't they don't get better. You know, right? And, I, and so we'll never see. I don't think we'll ever see Tiger Woods back to to what he was. No, nah, not to that. I mean, he probably can come back and play golf. You know, you know. I don't know about on that level. Right. But you know how competitive he, he he. You know him. He's a competitor. If he ain't doing good, he'll just drop out of a. He'll just drop out of a tournament. Right, right, and and it's in a lot of times because he's because he's injured, you know, and I think he really has been injured, you know. And anybody that's had an injury injured back, um, it's it's not to be messed up with, man. It's just, it's really really tough. So I don't I don't yeah. think Tiger. I, I, my problem with Tiger Woods now is that um, is that is is he really is he really I'm not going to say cured, but has he really taken care of a problem with? With the medication, was it ever a problem with the medication? Did he well, go to rehab? Yeah, that's the question. Did he go well. to rehab to make it to, to make it look good? You know, so and so we really don't know, and 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 that's a good thing. I really think that's a good thing because athletes need to lead lead a private life, man. Yeah, once they really we get do. In there a little bit, if we get in there a little bit, they we everybody wants to know more, 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 more. So the less you tell them, the better it is. And so I, I like how yeah. Tiger Woods live his life in mystery in a sense, man. Especially your private life, man. I mean, what's public is public, you know. But, I mean, what ain't nobody's business ain't nobody's business, you know. Right. Right. And we don't know why he was asleep behind the wheel that night. You know, he he might have been at some place and somebody slipped him one. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the, the, the worst is always assumed, you know what I mean? Right. So, right. So we don't know. So I and yeah, I, I you think take it with a grain of salt, man. I do. I, I do too. And I say it again. I think more athletes need to lead, lead their life more privately, because the less we know, the better. You know, LeBron James. We don't know a lot about that guy, man. We really don't. You know, we we know what he what he shows us, what he wants us to see. You know, and that's a good right. thing. Tim Duncan. We never knew nothing about that dude. You know what I mean? That's a good thing. Right. Yep. Yep. And, and not until recently, we didn't know a lot about Carmelo Anthony until he went and had a baby yeah, on the well, way. He, he went on the damn TV show with his, uh, 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 with a TV show, you know what I mean? So it's hard not to know every damn thing. You're right. You're right. Yep. And, and, and some guys, man, like, like, um, like Robert, you know who Robert is? He played Ooh. quarterback for the Redskins for a while. Robert. Oh, uh, uh, your boy, uh, 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 oh, RG3. No, oh, heck no. He lost some letters a long time ago. He's just Robert. Come on, now. man. Yes, man, he's just Robert, he, man. He he's just Robert. 
He's just robbing. You know, robbing. You, you see it around the corner. The robber. <laughs> what you crazy? <laughs> he lost some letters a long time ago, man. But he was a guy. He was a guy that wanted the public to be a part of his life. You understand what I'm saying? He was your boy, Robert. Robert. Robert wanted the public to be a part of his life, man. You know, instead of him living, living a private life of an athlete and make the millions and shut your mouth, live in your mansion, come and let us see you when we see you, and keep it moving. No, Robert wanted to be all in the media. He wanted to have every interview. He'd be, he'd have an interview, and a guy, guys that didn't get a chance, he'd be like, hey, hey, hold on. I still got a minute. Come on back over here, man. We can talk. You know, it's that kind of Sorry, stuff, man. With people me. like Tom Brady, he say, that's it. Y'all can go now. And they don't ask no questions, man. It, it's, it's different. These guys got to realize, man, a lot of these athletes really need to realize the more private your life is, the better it is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Man, my goodness, man. Yeah. Our training camp right around the corner. I know I said that last week, but we'll we closer. Hey, and y'all got Deshaun Jackson, man. Man, hey, man, he take the Deshaun top off. Jackson and make Deshaun Jackson making our DBs look bad, man. He, he take the top off, man. I'm telling you, the guy take the top in, off. One of the fastest guys in, in practice, the league. He still. is running by dudes in practice, man. Still one of the I fastest mean, guys. Them. Still one of the fastest guys. Hey, Red, we got to continue this conversation, man. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info UM Radio Show. Don't be a stranger, man. I know. I know. I'll be here. Yes. We love it when you call. Yeah. Keep us up to date. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. It's always a pleasure, man. Don't be a stranger. Hey, and um, all these athletes out here, hey, keep your life private, especially your private life. Your private life should be known by you and whoever's private in your life. Not the public. Stay off of this Twitter and Facebook. Stop taking pictures of every place you go. Stop telling people where you're going to be at next week. I'm going to be in the Bahamas on Tuesday. Well, hey, why you think all these robberies going on on the celebrity by celebrities in L.A., New York, Atlanta, and everywhere else? Because you tell them where you're going to be, when you're going to be out of town. Keep your private life private. We'll be back next week with more Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.